Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Listeners, Remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe dot co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro dot co slash clink hi and welcome to housewives of true crime welcome welcome i am tabitha Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Buttercup? Back again. Long time this- no see. Yeah. How it's Thanksgiving prep. Prepperoni. Is everybody prepping you know, or is it just me? Because I'm a little extra. This is the first Thanksgiving that I haven't hosted and I can't remember how long. So I don't even know what to do with myself this week. I'm not making anything. 
Okay. Oh, except for I just thought today, listen, you guys, I went to the market. This might be so boring, but I found this apple that is called the Hidden Rose Apple. Have you ever heard of this? No. It's like yellowish color on the outside and on the inside, it's bright pink. So I was thinking okay. about doing some sort of fun like rose pattern and putting like dip in the middle. That's oh, the only thing I'm going to contribute. That sounds fancy. That sounds fun. Yeah, I know. Listen, I'll give you a little piece of my advice. I make the best apple pie around and I have tried every different kind of apple. And I'll tell you what, it's all about the honey crisp. If you're the making apple crisp. pie this year, get the honey crisp apples. So I love That's the honey the crisp apple. This mm -hmm. hidden rose apple tastes kind of like a honey crisp. It it's like a combination of that and a Granny Smith, actually. Okay. So you should try it if you could find it. Also, I want to tell you about a funny story. I was in lieu of the Free Britney movement. I wore my uh, Britney sweatshirt that I got at that that thing I went to that one time. Britney exhibit. And on the yeah, back okay. of it, it's rainbow and it says work bitch three times on the back of the sweatshirt in really big writing. And so right. I generally don't wear that to school functions because I would probably be looked at with a side eye. And mm -hmm. so I put it on in the morning. I was going to go to tennis and I didn't think I was going to have to go to my kid's school. So I take him and then he forgets his backpack. So I have to go back. Didn't right. even think that I'm going to the office with my work bitch sweatshirt on. Until right. I was leaving the office. So I'm that That's mom. how you make real friends. You do something a, a little offensive and then you see who can take it, can take it. <laughs> I don't know. And who can't. That, oh, I don't know. I don't know if the office lady appreciated it. I'm just saying. Uh, well, it's important to be friends with the office lady. In case you're late calling the attendance line or something. Totally. You so need my them other on, kid, you kind of need them on your side. So my other child goes to a school that the office lady is amazing. She's fully on my side. And their officer, Officer Kim, I want to give her a shout out because she listens to us and she's oh. amazeballs. Oh, nice. Nice. And nice. we always love a lady boss. We do. Okay. You know who was yeah. not an amazing lady boss? This girl. I Ooh. went camping this weekend. <laughs> I didn't tell you this. And um, you know how I am always throwing my husband under the bus for injuring the children? Because it always yes. happens on his watch. Did well, you? Yeah, I did. Oh, no. I slammed my daughter's hand <gasps> in the door, the car door. Like you did not shut. tell me that. No, I did not. The door shut all the way. I watched it like half, like I was getting something out of the car and she was climbing around and she stuck her hand in the door jam and I watched it kind of happen in slow motion. Yeah. Oh, all hell, bloody murder, opened, you know, opened the door right away and was like, I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, I kind you know, when you kind of want to be like, what the fuck are you putting your hand in the door jam for? But you know, I just am <laughs> I like, <know. laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Mommy is so sorry. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. So I grab her other hand. I'm like, oh, my God, it's really bad. Right. Because her fingers looked so 
huge. And then I grabbed mm-hmm. her other hand and I was like, wow, I never noticed you had such fat fingers. They're actually just <laughs> fine. <laughs> like, that's just okay, it. good. And good. Um, shockingly, she, he, nothing was broken. She, she was fine, you know, an ice pack and like some ice cream. And I promised to get her a toy. I mean, I was really like pulling out like all the stops because I felt so incredibly guilty. And you know what she said to me? What? She was like, she was not letting it go. I mean, it would have been a great moment for her to ask me for a pony or something. She said, how about I slam your hand in a door? <laughs> Who is this? Is this a Ruby? Is this Ruby? Yes. 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 I, know. I was like, oh, my God, girlfriend, take it down a notch. Do we have to get all like that? <laughs> did not do this You're like, purpose. it's not an eye for an eye, girl. She holds a grudge. She oh, I wonder, where, I wonder where she gets that from. Yeah. I know. I know. So that was. Maybe you guys can learn goal. from each other. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so Thanksgiving crime. Do you have right. something regarding turkeys I... or, you know, Native Americans or. Pilgrims or Pilgrims. anything like that? Nope. None of the above. Didn't even put the two together. But okay. I'm well, that's okay. Think we can all be thankful that there is a crime this week. I think some podcasters probably take the week off. You're right. And uh, maybe it happened in America. It, happened it in did America. happen in in the, the great US of A. Okay. All right. See, okay. there's something. So you got there's it. a tie in Thanksgiving. Okay. <laughs> okay. Great. okay. Let's Here get it. Today's case takes place in and around Canby, Oregon. It's a beautiful area about an hour from Portland. Mr. Ralph Raines Sr. had a beautiful property there, the Raines Tree Farm. The Raines Tree Farm was dreamy. It was this sustainable tree farm that grew and sold Douglas firs for about mm, a thousand like a thousand bucks a piece. That sounds expensive. Aren't Douglas firs like Christmas trees? No, they're like what they make. um, Well, maybe, but when they get big and tall, it's what they make telephone poles out of. I think you get a Douglas fir also for a Christmas tree, but just, I don't know. I could be wrong. Well, these, these were big ones. Okay. So this tree farm was sustainable because, you know, he would chop some sporadic trees down, sell them, leave the rest to grow. So it's all woodsy and it was open to the public. So it was all these cool woodsy trails, right? Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so tree farming is lucrative. In 2004, Ralph Rain Sr. had around $5 million in the bank. Wow. So, right? Yeah, I just love his sustainable business model. Yeah, doing something good for the public, the environment, you know, all of it, right? Okay. So anyways, Mr. Rain's clearly a really smart guy, but he had... Can we talk about this really quick? His name is yeah. Mr. Rains and he lives in Oregon. And doesn't Oregon rain like 90% of the time? True. All of the above. <laughs> kind of a coinky dink, if you will. Uh, yeah. Okay. There you go. Okay. Just got to say it. Had to say it. Okay. <laughs> so smart guy, Mr. Rains had a son that he felt was less than smart. Okay. Ralph Rains Jr., He worked on the farm, lived on the farm with his father his whole life. And despite Ralph 
junior being in his late fifties, senior never handed over any of the financial responsibilities to his only son. Okay. Again, he's in his late fifties, right? Give him a bill to pay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. People that were familiar with the father-son dynamic say that Senior just never had that much faith in his son. And to me, at least, that's a little strange because, I mean, he had to have known he wasn't going to live forever. So what was so bad about Junior anyways? Okay, well, best I could find out, nothing really. The thing about Junior is people say... Well, okay. So the thing people say about him is that he was kind of more comfortable with trees than people. He's a little socially awkward, which might explain why he was, you know, still single at 57. Mm -hmm. He seemed responsible, though. He loved the tree farm and the hard, dirty work. That's what he called it. That's what he did on it. He did a lot of the heavy labor. Um, Aside from working the trees, Junior lived a very simple life on the farm. He shopped used. He drove a smart car. And his home was like a modest little cabin. The only thing Junior ever really splurged on was the occasional psychic reading. Oh my God, that ties into your last patreon listen yes okay so i found this very interesting so junior was all about the psychics that's why if you listen to our patreon i just did an episode about none other than miss cleo psychic of the 90s okay Hmm. yes you did and that one was a good one so did he ever call i don't know that he ever called he actually liked the face-to-face psychic visits oh okay You know, the ones on the corner. Don't you, are you ever like, do people really just walk up to that house on the corner and go in for a psychic reading? Yeah, listen, there's one down here on the corner of like PCH and Golden Lantern. And it always has that palm sign open. And I think, do they just live there? I mean, is it just open all the time? Do people just be walking in? I don't know how those places work. Or do you think it's like money laundering place or something? I don't know. Like, maybe. I never see anybody going in. If you guys know, I've never seen somebody. Going in. If you know of somebody that has one or you have one yourself, please let us know. We would, you know, curious minds want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Mr. Ralph Jr., he took himself on a field trip down to Bend, Oregon to visit psychic Rachel Lee at her shop. I feel like I know a lot of people that live in Bend. I think it's a happen oh. in town. I want to go there. Uh, Well, listen, I'll tell you a little quick story. My ex-boyfriend that um, he liked to go to Bend, Oregon also, and he would come home with lots of girls' numbers from Bend, Oregon. So I don't want to go there. I think people that are there are cheater, cheater, pumpkin eaters. But yeah, I remember. I do remember that he liked to bend them over and bend. Okay. (laughs) Got bendy. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well... (laughs) Sorry about that. Didn't mean to trigger you. Yes. Anywho. Very triggering. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, this psychic, Rachel, she had commercials on the local television station at the time. So, you know, she was legit. Okay. Mm 
Her commercials claim she can solve all your problems, answer all your questions, achieve your deepest desires. Need okay. I say more? Right? No. Okay. Home, well, home too. right? Okay. Well, Ralph's only problem was he was lonely, looking for love, right? He wanted a family oh. and, and wanted to know if it was too late. Rachel told him, no, of course not. She also told him she would like to know more about his life. So he invited her up to the tree farm. Rachel visited the tree farm, and I think she must have Googled the going rate for Douglas furs. Because from that point on, she inserted herself into Ralph Raines Jr.'s life. And you know what she did? She took advantage of him. (laughs) Well, I was going (laughs) to say that I think she was like, it's so weird that you came here because now I want to be your girlfriend. Did she not? No, that is not what she did. No. But she she more like posed as his friend and took advantage of his naive nature. Naivete. Well, yeah. I mean, he's never left home at 57. Living in a small (laughs) town. So you could imagine he's a little naive. Okay. Mm -hmm. It started with her just being a psychic friend, which of course he welcomed. Who who doesn't want more friends? Um, Part of Rachel's psychic friend advice to Ralph Jr. was to buy a sprawling $950,000 home, which she told him would be in great investment for him over time. The thing was that seeing that Junior had no interest in moving off the tree farm, she would just go ahead and live in it with a few of her family members. Oh, Wow. Okay. How convenient. Okay. So it's like that. Yeah. Okay. For her. Right. But Rachel didn't, I mean, as clearly advantageous as that was for Rachel, she didn't really sink her claws into the tree farm fortune until Ralph Sr. suffered a stroke. Mm. At this point, Ralph Jr. is finally given access to the tree farm finances. But he didn't know where to start because his dad had kept him out of the loop this oh, whole time. Yeah. But that's Rachel bad. was that's so bad. That's why he should have given him some responsibilities. Okay. But Rachel was quick to offer her assistance because she she claimed to have done the books for her late husband's business. So Ralph Jr. handed it all over to her as well as as his father, because Rachel told Ralph she had taken care of her husband who had died from cancer, so she was an experienced caretaker. Did he really die from cancer, or is this another one of those, like... No, no. No, no, see, this karma, I'm telling you. Listen, everything on Rachel's, you know, resume, as she presented to him, was a lie. Rachel never had a husband that died from cancer whose books she had been keeping, okay? The reality was Rachel had a couple grown children and a boyfriend named Blancy, 
I don't know. I mean, what kind of name is Blancy? Is that really his first name? Yeah, it's really his name. I mean, it just sounds shady. Sorry to (laughs) all the Blancies of the world. Okay. I don't think there's a lot of Blancies, so I don't think you're offending many people. I don't think so. Okay. Well, anyways, okay, so Ralph knew Blancy, but he did not know him as Rachel's boo. He knew him as Rachel's handyman friend. Rachel had Ralph hire him periodically to do some work on the farm, Mm -hmm. which, of course, he was paid extra on account of, you know, Rachel was writing the checks now. Yeah. Okay. By the way, Rachel was paying herself around $9,000 a month for her services. And sometimes she went ahead and paid herself two, three, four times. This sounds oddly familiar, Gretchen. I know. I know it does. Okay. (laughs) I just maybe know somebody fraudulent. Okay. Anywho. And what's worse than her bookkeeping skills were her caretaking ones. Remember, she's taking care of Ralph Sr. The dad. Yes. In the home that Junior had purchased. But she didn't even give the old alien man a room. She kept the poor man in the hallway. No. Yes. Horrible. Oh, my God. And, of course, she had a way of isolating both junior and senior from friends and family. Right? She's keeping them all to mm-hmm. herself. Okay. I mean, that part of it is just really sad case of elder abuse. It's so wrong. So, right. Ralph is buying everything Rachel is selling. He hands her over power of attorney. Okay? No. And she goes ahead and buys other properties with his money and then is selling them and keeping the proceeds. And Ralph Jr. just never cared to ask what's up with his money. All he cares about is love. So Rachel made that happen. Just like in her commercials, Rachel had a type. He liked blonde foreign women. So... Get ready for it. Rachel had her 17-year-old daughter practice a British accent and purchase a really bad, obvious blonde wig and bump into Ralph. Now, I'm not sure what uh, ethnicity the Lees are. Like, I want to say maybe Persian or something. So Mm -hmm. they have this, uh, her daughter has like a real like olive skin tone. So it just don't look right with the blonde is so obviously fake. Bad wig, blonde. There's no like roots coming out of it. Yes. Okay. But it worked. It was working for Ralph. Okay. It's working. Does Ralph, Ralph has something going. Like Ralph might have like a low IQ. Maybe. I don't think anyone's ever tested it. But he's coming off like it. Heart of gold. But uh, Yeah but not the brightest crayon in the box. Okay? Okay. So Ralph thought that Mary Marks, as she called herself, (laughs) um, who was Rachel's daughter Portia in disguise, was like the bee's knees. She told him she was going to be deported soon, and so she was going to need to get married to stay in the country. And so, of course... Ralph went along. He loved the idea of being married. 
Yeah. Oh, my God. Hold up. This woman is pawning her 17-year-old daughter on this man, which is totally disgusting. 57. Yes. And does this daughter, I mean, if you're going to get married, is she, you know, kissing him at least? I'm going to get to that part. Yeah. Okay. 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 So side note, the name Mary Marks isn't random. It's Rachel's mother name. So they used that name so that they could like cash checks more conveniently, you know, if it matched up to like a real person. Okay. And okay. To get to the point, like, I know what you're thinking. Were they doing it? Because it's real gross. He's old AF and she's a teenager. Rachel did not pimp out her daughter sexually. Ralph and Mary did not ever consummate the relationship. Mary told Ralph she had a job in California, so she wasn't around that much. I mean, she kind of was. She just wasn't hanging out with him. Okay. She must have, like, even if she wasn't consummating, don't you think she had to act a little bit like she was into him? She did. There's pictures of them together. I mean, she clearly acted affectionate towards him. Yeah. There has to have been a kiss, at least. He didn't. There must have been a kiss at some point. Yeah, but I don't know. He didn't ever press the consummating the relationship. He was more interested in companionship is how it's explained. This is why I'm telling you, the guy has like, there's something. Okay, I just, not yeah, all but he's a real sweet old man, so I don't want to pick on him too much. But okay. yeah, okay, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. Okay. Okay. Okay, well, there's a little kink in Rachel's manipulation, and no this pun is what it was. Yes. Okay. Portia found herself knocked up, <gasps> and we and we know that Ralph is naive. But Not how that. are they going to convince him that it was you know the immaculate conception? Right. I mean, yes, baby Jesus number two. Right. Okay. So they tell him that. Portia wants to give Ralph a child via IVF. So they get Ralph to make a donation of the spermatozoa. And then they told him she was going to take the jizz to California and have the procedure. And Ralph, you know, complied. And it worked. Yeah, it worked. worked. Amazing, right? Okay. Wow. So Portia showed back up, you know, very pregnant. And Ralph was happy to becoming a father. Portia gave birth to a baby. But there was another hiccup in the manipulation. And that was that the actual baby daddy wasn't keen on giving up his child for a con. So... Rachel just went to her Rolodex of relatives and found another one that had recently birthed a boy, and they presented this child to Ralph Jr. as him and Mary's spawn. You got to be, who are these people? Who does this? This is so bananas. It is bananas. Okay, they named the boy Giorgio or Armani. No, yeah, they did. I know. I noticed her daughter's name is Portia. I mean, it's like very materialistic. Oh, my God. You've oh got to God. be fooling me. Is this a real story? Could this really happen? This is so 
This oh, is so bizarre. Oh, it really, really happened. Okay, so of course this little boy is real, you know, cute little nugget. And of course, you know, Ralph Jr. fell in love with him. Well, with the name Giorgio, who could not right? fall in love I with mean, him? Come on. He's cute. I'll give him that. Okay, so this bullshit goes on for years. And all the while, according to Junior, you know, ignorance is bliss because he looks back fondly at this time when he was just getting conned. So, okay, remember how Ralph Sr. is like kicking it in the hallway? Yeah. Well, he finally kicked the bucket. And um, despite Mary and Giorgio being absent from Ralph's life most of the time and noticeably absent from Ralph Sr.'s, you know, funeral, Ralph had their names placed on his parents' headstones along with his. Okay. Okay. So that's really sad. Yeah, right. it is sad. The whole and thing is sad. And it's, I can't and it's like even, permanent. I can't even imagine when this all comes out, like how, like, how do you, you're like, I've spent years thinking one thing and I like, it's not. Oh, it's yeah, it's, it's sad. Okay. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert bill portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC, Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks, Astapro, for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. 
Clink, clink. But so it's happening. There's just not a doubt in Ralph Jr.'s head. Now, this area where Ralph lived, where the tree farm was, is Mm -hmm. a population of about 500. So everybody knows everybody and their business. Yeah. So Ralph and his, you know, bride in the bad blonde wig got the people talking. And the consensus was they weren't buying it. They even tried to tell Ralph, these people are taking you for a ride, buddy. You know, like Mm -hmm. he was confronted on the regular. And that little boy, that little, that little boy is not yours. Don't look like you at all. Okay. But Ralph just continued not to hear it. The only person he was listening to was Rachel. And she had news for Ralph. And that was that his father's estate had gone through probate and he was going to have to sell off most of the tree farm in order to pay all the taxes. And so he did. The parcels of land were sold off to the tune of $12 million. Mm. And immediately after the sale, they were clear cut. All those gorgeous trees gone. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Terrible. But Ralph didn't shed a tear because he thought he was providing for his growing family. That's right. Portia told him she was with child again. All of a sudden. And they never had sex. It's so crazy. He just made the donation. Oh my God, this guy is such an idiot. Okay, uh, yeah, this donation was very potent, okay, that he had supplied. And so she showed up with a strap-on baby bump. And... Again, Ralph believed he was going to be a, you know, proud papa. She later informed him that she had lost the baby and had to head back to the UK for a while. And it was like, you know, don't call me. I'll call you. I'll call you. Sort out of. Yeah, I got to sort out all this stuff. I mean, it's all just so heartless that they toyed with this man's emotions like this. These are the worst people in in the world. They suck. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I think that is worse than taking all his money. The whole thing is awful. But yes, I, they are, listen, you take somebody's money. That's one thing. I think it's awful. I think you're a bad human, but taking somebody's money and their whole entire life, because that's what you're doing. You're, you're fucking with them. Yeah. Playing with his, like his emotions. Like, yes, it's awful. I hate it. Okay. It's bad. I not like them. Yeah. Okay. Well, Rachel and her boo, Blancy, did not think twice about it. They were too busy living La Vida Loca like money was growing on trees because it basically was, right? It was. It did for them. So they bought Rolexes, fancy whips, took lavish vacations. They were big fans of Vegas and all over Europe. No expense was spared. They got their spend on, and Ralph was none the wiser. But someone 
was wiser, started to notice a house remodel that was taking over a year. An officer of the law that drove past this remodel job on her commute through Cam B on her way to the big city of Portland wondered what was taking so long with this remodel. And then she noticed a white Ferrari parked out front. She says she never in all of her days had seen a Ferrari in Canby, right? Mm -hmm. So she decided to do some digging. What she found out was that Mr. Ralph Frains Jr., the local tree guy, was funding the project, which was going to be another, like a little psychic shop in town. Okay. Mm -hmm. By the way, the Ferrari belonged to Blancy. And he had a personalized plate. Get ready to throw up a little bit. The personalization said, Mr. Big. Mr. Big? Yes. And on another set of his fancy wheels, he had another personalized plate that said, Mr. Big One. I mean, cringe, right? Okay. These people, I can't even stand these people. Oh, oh, oh. Listen, let me break your heart. Ralph did not have any vanity plates, probably didn't want to pay the extra fee. But what he did have was one of those personalized um, license plate frames, you know, around his smart car. Mm -hmm. And it said, Ralph Hart Mary. Oh, my gosh. So tragic. Okay. Mary, it doesn't even exist. Right. Right. Okay. So this lady boss officer doesn't think everything is on the up and up with the psychic shop in Canby, but she can't find an actual crime, you know, and it's not her jurisdiction anyways. So she just goes on with her business until about a year later, she is at a training conference and she gets to talking to a detective who tells her, He's from Canby. So she asks him, hey, what's up with the tree farmer funded psychic shop with the Ferrari out front? Mm -hmm. Well, it hadn't come up on the radar of this guy that she was talking to, but another officer heard them chatting about it and chimed in and said, y'all talking about Ralph Rains, as in Rains Tree Farm? I know him. I used to be a logger. Heck, I'm very familiar with the tree farm. I'll go check it out for you. So this other officer did. She was shocked when she got there to see what remained after all the clear cutting. And when she reported back to the other officers that had taken an interest in what was going on, they knew, okay, there has to be a crime here. Yeah. Yeah, something's off. So they started looking into Rachel Lee and Blancy and their, you know, little clan of relatives. And they put the pieces together that these guys were taking Ralph for a ride. So the next step was they went and talked to Ralph. They told him, do you know these people have Bentleys and Ferraris and such? And explained to him that he did not need to sell off the tree farm. Well, what do you think Ralph did? I don't, I mean, I don't know because Ralph is, I think Ralph didn't believe them. 
he didn't believe them. And he yeah. went straight to he went straight to Rachel. Straight to and Rachel. Told her. Yeah. Told her yeah. about the conversation he had had with the officers. Thankfully, Ralph also mentioned what was up to his lawyer. And so there was someone saying that Ralph was confiding in. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, Rachel must have been sweating it, I imagine. I don't think she knew right away how she was going to get out of this pickle. So in the meantime, she decided to hide Ralph. Um, (laughs) She didn't want him. She didn't want him talking anymore. Yeah. So where did she put him? She put him at the at the psychic shop that was being renovated. Okay. Okay. There is like a detached garage with a bedroom. So she kept him there. I don't know what the correspondence was between Ralph and his lawyer at that point, but it was enough for the lawyer to call the police and tell them, if y'all don't arrest these people, I'm afraid they're going to kill Ralph. Mm -hmm. And he was possibly right. When the police then, you know, they got their shit together and executed a search warrant on the psychic shop and rounded up everyone they could that they thought was involved in scamming Ralph. Yeah. And when they did the search warrant, they found Ralph. They weren't expecting to find him. Okay. They found Ralph at the psychic shop and he told them that they were getting ready to take a trip to the desert. Yeah. To be off, dude. They were going to kill him. Yeah. They were going to off him. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Ralph's a lucky in that respect. Okay, so besides finding Ralph at the psychic shop, they found Portia, you know, a.k.a. Mary, and Rachel, Mm -hmm. along with five Rolexes, and Portia had $36,000 in her underwears. Oh, my God. Which is... How old is... I don't know how you... How old is Mary, or whatever the heck her name, Portia, at this Uh, point? At at this point, she's 25. This has been going on. Yeah. I mean, since she was 17. I mean, how... Like, what the heck? Yeah. So these ladies were getting ready to bounce, right? Clearly. Yeah. So they were arrested. And the following day, Blancy turned himself in. In all, they had taken about $15 million from Ralph. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The courts were able to seize their shit and sell off the properties that they had purchased for themselves with Ralph's money. But obviously, most of the millions, you know, are gone forever. And, you know, the damage is done in regards to the tree farm, you know, it was like this really cool legacy and it's over. Okay, poor Ralph Sr. My God, rolling over in his grave, rolling. Yeah. Okay. so I mean, There's still a parcel left, which Ralph lives on still in his little cabin. Okay. Mm -hmm. The court acted very appropriately and appointed a conservator to oversee all the recouped funds for Ralph. And so future swindlers would not be able to, 
easily take advantage of, you know, Ralphie. I mean, so hello. Ralph is the perfect candidate for a conservatorship. Don't we all agree? <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> now that we've all we been through the Britney thing, we know all about the conservatorships. Ralph is perfect. Excellent court appointing. I just wanted to say that. Okay. He really needs it. Even after all of this, the man still wears his wedding ring. Oh my God. I knew it. Yeah. Because he just, his vision of family was more than any of the money or any of that, you know? Oh my gosh. It's, I mean, and I don't know. It's so sad. They took his money. They broke his heart, but when he talks about it, he still wishes them well. And is actually, he says he's thankful for the years that he got to live out his, his dream of his having dream. a family. Yeah, it's so sad. I mean, the money oh. really doesn't mean anything to him. Yeah. Okay. So Blancy, Rachel, and Portia all took pleas for fraud and money laundering. Mm-hmm. Part of Portia's plea was that they made her explain to Ralph face to face that she conned him because the guy is in so much denial. So she met him in a room wearing the wig and greeted him with the accent. And then she took Took it it off off. and started talking normal. And he was shocked. Still, after being told and everything, you know, despite all of it, crazy. Oh, Ralph. I feel I for Ralph. I feel so I know. bad. It is so sad. I can't so, believe these people. Portia was sentenced to two and a half years. Blancy was sentenced to two years. And Rachel Lee also had some tax evasion charges mm-hmm. to plead to. So she received eight years in 2015. But according to the Oregon Federal Prison website, she was released in June 2020. So she did about five years. Yeah. All these people, not enough. Yeah, they're all out. Yeah. So I don't know what she's up to since her release. I couldn't I couldn't find her, but I sure hope she's not manipulating anyone out of their hard-earned dollars again. Um, My gut tells me she did not do enough time in the clink to have a real change of heart. No, I don't think so either. But hopefully, I mean, hopefully I'm wrong. Oh my gosh. Hopefully they learn their lesson, but just, I just don't think it's possible. People like that don't, don't don't change. change. Yeah. I don't have a lot of hope in them. Yeah. So, uh, Ralph Jr. still, still alive and just living a quiet life. Isn't it sad? He thought he had a kid and then he doesn't. Yeah, he says that he still has taken, he would still like to see this little boy, Giorgio, because he took such an interest in him. I mean, he's going to die and he still has, you know, millions I hope to God, but I wouldn't be surprised if oh, he somehow he left it to them because he doesn't have anybody else to leave it to. Yeah. I hope he leaves it to charity. Hopefully he leaves it to like charity. Something. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I hope he leaves it to charity also. Man, that is a crazy bonker story. I know. So oh. now we've talked about two psychics that were um, fraudulent. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm interested to hear if anybody has any, like, very true psychic stories. Yeah, me too. I love hearing those stories. So please. I, I do also. Send them our so way. Send us. Yeah, yeah us. send us yeah. some. That'd be fun. You guys, I hope everybody has a happy, happy Thanksgiving. And if you do not live in the United States, then I hope you just have a happy week. True. Right? I mean, because they're not celebrating anything at the moment. We have a lot of UK and um, Australian listeners. Yeah. Yeah. And I love them. So also, if you want to hear about Miss Cleo and the Psychic Network... Tune in to our patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. Gretchen just did a crime story last week on that. That'll give you a little extra. We have merch. We have merch. So please check it out. It's on T Public and it's on the bottom of this episode. We'll put a link. Please. It's like put wine, the link true crime up. in bed by nine. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody it's says a great Christmas we have gift. that. We have yeah. a clink clink. We have a disco biscuit. And I am working on, by the way, I didn't tell you this, Gretchen, yet, but I am working on trucker hats for us. I have a friend. Yes. Do it. Yeah. Um, and uh, follow us on Facebook. We have a private group, Housewives of True Crime group. And if you haven't rated, rated or reviewed us on Apple, that'd be awesome if you can. And if you hate us, then... There's lots of other true crime podcasts that you can well, reach out to. Don't just rate us. Yeah. Don't rate us. Or yeah. at least don't review us. I don't know. I mean, you know. And if you still you know. do, after I just asked you nicely not to, then, then you're an asshole, just like Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, clink, clink, everybody. Clink, clink. <laughs>